I wish I would have recorded that. <laughs> Me saying that you're incredibly <laughs> ugly? Yes, that's it. <laughs> Folks, before I hit no, the, I, just before I hit the record button, I said, John, I feel like I've been taking over and, and really, you know, uh, hogging the first part of all the podcasts. So I want you to start this time because everyone knows that you're the talent and I'm just the pretty face. <laughs> and then John said, you're very pretty. You are very right pretty. as I hit record. <laughs> Yep, that's why you always say we should start recording from the second we inhale. We should. I, I should get better at that. I'm really not good at that. No, you are. I, it's part, partly because of the system we use, which I've talked about before. We are experimenting with new systems. I think in the last episode, a lot of people heard the pops and the hisses, uh, some of the issues that I had. I, was doing that with I my am mouth. working on it, so folks. I am, I am. You are doing that with your mouth. You're so talented. You're such a talented person, such a talented artist. Those are the pops. If there were podcast awards, I'm sure you would be the winner. <laughs> yes. of many. The Dork Award. He wins hands down. The Potty Award. The Potty Dork. That doesn't the work potty. very well. Not really, no. no. Okay. <laughs> but did, speaking of, did you know, John, that this month, the month of September, is national I'm sorry, International Podcast Month. Of course I did. Good. I'm glad you did. <laughs> you go. Good. And we go. <laughs> yeah. That's the end of the podcast today, folks. Thanks no, for joining. I knew, oh. <laughs> I knew nothing about. How would I know that? I don't know. You're a genius. You so many podcast lists. I'm on. So I, I did. I hear that on a podcast. It was podcast Probably. news. <laughs> so I do you, do you have smart speakers in your in your house? Uh, no. Okay. I have Google. I, I chose to go with Google over Alexa or or uh, Apple even or some of the others I that are like out there. I would like to know. Okay. So I want your overall overview of that before you tell or after you tell what you're going to tell. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll do that. Just remind me after I tell because, you know, I'll probably go down five different rabbit holes before I get there. You? You're anyway, always on task, Nick. I'm always on what, Nick? No, you're always you on there, task. Oh, always on task. Oh, okay. Was did you pause on purpose or or did you just drop out? I paused on purpose because I was blowing my okay. nose. If you must know, but there is. I must know. I must know I all I these things. Be careful. You might get a hernia. <laughs> anyway. Oh, we do have lots to talk about. We do have lots to talk about. Anyway, I have Google, and I chose Google um, as as my. Uh, my tool of choice, because I will tell you it up front before I tell the story about why, how I use Google, uh, is my voice assistant slash smart speaker. I chose Google because I have I have three of them in the house, plus a a Google or a Chrome. What do they call this? Uh, Chromecast on my TV in my office. Chromebook. I have those because oh, I got okay. the Chromecast when we were on vacation and we wanted it was a rainy day and we wanted to watch a movie. And we had no access to any other movies except for our streaming movies. And I wanted to stream it on the big TV. So I ran down to Best Buy and picked up a really cheap Chromecast so we could cast the, the movies to the TV. Um, so that was my first one. And then the I have two or I have three Google Home Minis, two of which I got for free for ordering certain things. Or I won, I won one and I got one free for my washer and dryer when I bought those. 
So I, I just started accumulating them and then I bought one separately because I wanted a third one in another room. And I'll probably buy a couple more because they really do work well for our family flow. I, I use them every morning because they're all connected. I'll walk into my bathroom and I'll say, hey, Google, read me the news. So probably start reading me the news. Hey, Google, read me the news and then tell it to play it on the, all of the speakers throughout the house. So now no matter where I walk, I have a set playlist of news uh, outlets that will read me their current news based on my decision to listen. And, and, and everybody else in the house gets to hear whatever you have suggested. I'm usually, I'm usually by myself when I do the whole house. Okay. But we also do when we're, when we're doing uh, chores around the house, we will listen to music and, and play it on all the screens uh, or not all the screens, all of the speakers. So yeah. We, we do use it. And then it's we can also use it as a intercom as well, because you can tell Google, hey, broadcast this and then give your message out. And it, so I can I can call, hey, dinner's ready or something like that. That's awesome. Whatever. Yeah, it's so pretty cool. Let's... So that's I have no really good reason that I chose Google over one of the other ones. I'm not a fan from all the stories I've heard of Alexa, but I do like Sonos. Uh, Sonos speakers, I think, have a much better... Uh, sound to them, but they're very, very expensive. So I, I avoid those. Well, okay. So let me, uh, when you said smart speaker, that's not what they're called. You know, I do know that they are assistants. And so they're they're assistants, right? Yes. Yes. They are. They are that. And so I have two of them. I have both Alexis or echoes as they're called. Uh And are you snapping? I was at snapping someone? at Bonnie because she was whining. <laughs> oh, hi, Bon. <laughs> oh, don't tempt. If she could hear you right now, she'd probably start talking. Well, that would be awesome. I would love to hear, hear that. And honestly, we have you, so I'm not sure why we would need Bonnie would, because I'm, honestly, I'm, a, I'm a really good imitator of my dog. You do an excellent impression of Bonnie. Thank you. And then Clyde's just looking it's at incredible. me funny. Yes, my dog's <laughs> names are Bonnie and Clyde, and they fit. Yes, we know, and we love them. So, yes, I have Alexa. And there are some shortcomings, um, uh, for sure. And I and I prefer Google because, you know, I'm an Android guy anyway. But we've had Alexa for so long, I just have hesitated or, for whatever reason, have not gotten around to making a change. Um, but she does, she does a fine job for what I have her do. Um, I, I like several of the things she's capable of, capable of doing. And I'm sure that Google is much the same. Uh, but I'm, I think Google's knowledge base is much more robust than Alexa's. I, I, I would, I can see how that could be very, very true. And speaking yep. of smart assistants, have you seen any of the previews? Or there is actually a movie starring Joaquin Phoenix where he has a virtual assistant that he – There's it's an entire love story. I haven't seen the movie. I've always kind of wanted to, but I just never brought myself to it. And now there's another new movie coming out that's very, very similar. It's supposed to be more of a comedy, though. He's in love one. with his digital assistant? He's in love with his digital assistant. And, of course, the digital assistant is played by um, – Scarlett Johansson. Oh, well, cut it out. That's not even Yeah, fair. well, you don't see Scarlett. You just hear her voice the whole time. 
Yeah, but you know what's attached to it. Well, very true. Very true. <laughs> and, the, and the new one, I can't remember the new one. The uh, the it's not it. It's a virtual system, but it's actually his phone. And but the phone is lewd and it's crude and it's always constantly making bad jokes or or telling him that the people that are talking to him are idiots, but it's doing it out loud. And then he tries to break up with his phone. Uh, I've only seen the preview, but it looks hilarious. <laughs> really? Yeah. Okay. I mean, you're describing it beautifully. Don't misunderstand. Thank you. But uh, uh, I'm just a good storyteller. What can I say? <laughs> Why would he need a phone when he could have you? That's right. Yeah. Okay, we're going to have to work through that. But uh, so you're you're happy with the Google Assistant? Yes, I am. I am happy with the Google Assistant. Obviously, there are a few things that you would like it to do, and it promise promises that you can do, but you can't. I don't have any good examples off the top of my head. But, uh, <laughs> well, this is the problem when you and I shoot from the hip, <laughs> right? Do any research? Well, are you crazy? I just brought this up, right? It's like I it's like I don't have five different devices in front of me that I could look half the shit up on, but no, me too. Know, no. It's funnier <laughs> this way. I, least, is, well, we think it is. Well, we think it is, and then people but people are laughing. They're just laughing at us rather than because <laughs> of the things we're saying. That's true. And I'm okay with that. I'm fine with that. Hey. Yes. Thirty six episodes in. I'm I'm cool with that. Well, and I think both of our followers appreciate that. Yeah, both of them. <laughs> no, we have several, and we that do. was a joke in itself. It is a we joke in, in and that. of itself. We, yes, we have so many awesome listeners, and it's uh, it is very cool. It is very cool, and and a lot of great feedback. I, I love the conversations yes, that we get into uh, on our social media. <laughs> I'm still trying to get people to engage with us on Twitter, though. I just want one person. I don't care who. I don't even care if it's you, John. Just engage with us on Twitter so I can have a Twitter conversation. At Miles Everyone talks about how cool they are. I, I've never been able to get into one. Well, maybe you need to You need to start throwing barbs at other people. Maybe, maybe that's what it I And I assume that's how most people get into those conversations. I just don't have any barbs. I, you know, I we've talked about this before. I stay... Uh, and and correct me if I'm wrong, Mister um, Vocabulary Genius. <laughs> I uh, <laughs> what's the T-shirt? Speaking of, I, we need to start a Pinterest uh, page for all of our stuff because I've started one. I shared you, or I, I shared it with you. Yep. The uh, funny T-shirts with all the funny sayings and stuff. Yes. I know. I, I sent a few of you sent a few of them to you via text, but I did start that on Pinterest so we could laugh and <laughs> yes. uh, we might have to go through a few of those one of these days. I think Where was will. I going with that? You were going with that. Barbs. Uh, yeah, oh, we were talking I try to stay apolitical. Well, and so yeah. I don't attack for any reason. I don't have an opinion. I Now I could play devil's advocate on a lot of things, but you are good why? at devil's advocate. Well, because you're trying to engage mm-hmm. more people. And so what I like to do, and I don't do it as much anymore, when I wasn't on Facebook, which wasn't really that long ago, I've had a couple of different stints on Facebook. And frankly, what drives me away eventually is not just the um, the uh, security concerns, but even more so, it's the negative political yes. uh, content that yes. seems to be out there. And, and it, it just makes me mad. You know, I'll go on and I want to check up on people. How you doing? And say happy birthday to a couple of folks and maybe uh, do some 
virtual uh, uh, creeper-ing, creeping. And, <laughs> and then I end up having to deal with people, right or left or both, who are giving these crazy uh, 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 accusations more than anything else, it seems like. And it just, you know, I, I get pissed at some point and then I'm kind of done. And that's, that was the last two times I left Facebook. I was yeah. done. And now I'm back just very, uh, not a very uh, engaged way, I would say. I can honestly say I don't use Facebook that much to engage with people. And if you were to look at my Facebook Facebook feed, I would say 90% of the stuff that's going to Facebook is coming from all my friends on Instagram, which, yeah. so I'll go to Instagram. That's my go-to. That's where I spend most of my time. And I'll look through pictures and comment on things and follow comments and stuff like that. Cause it very rarely is that negative and I can curate that a little bit more, I guess. And then that's true. That's a really I go over point. to Facebook once in a while just to check to make sure I don't have any messages or anything directed at me. And Again, 90% of my feed are just the same things I just saw on Instagram. <laughs> most of my friends, I guess, and most of the people that I spend a lot of time actually engaging with in on social media do it in both places, but mostly do it on Instagram and just kind of share it with Facebook just to cover their bases. Well, and it seems to be, yeah, it seems to be an auto share in one direction or the other. But I, I so when I wasn't on Facebook, I was on Twitter and I was, and yeah, again, there you expect the political banter a little bit more, but they're not people I know, so I don't really care. Right. <laughs> you know, and that's a big one too. I, do, I don't know as many of them on Twitter. Agreed. And, but so it, it's fun though, because you can just stalk, somebody puts up some comment about something political or apolitical, and you just make some random comment about it. And you either get people defending them or defending whatever they were, some, you know, some topic I know nothing about, like uh, a paper airplane. And, and you say, no, obviously, if you don't have the right leaning, weight bearing wing, you don't know what you're talking about. And then you just hammer that. I'll just wait to see what happens. And then you get all the, are you a fucking idiot? Yeah. <laughs> they do some of that. Oh, yes. I, I just, I'm like, wow. Yeah. So we are. And the other thing I do use on Facebook, because it's not something you can do, I guess, on Instagram very easily. I follow my neighborhood, similar to Nextdoor, but they actually are more active on Facebook than yep. they are on the Nextdoor app. So I, I follow yeah. all of those. And sometimes I'm just astonished by my neighbors and there are only 128 houses in my neighborhood. So not that many people, someone will make a comment and then one of my neighbors will just attack them. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. you know, they live three houses down. If you're not careful, they're going to come and egg you asshole. <laughs> or at least I wish someone well, would that's... come egg them. But, and that's the same thing with Facebook though, because you can, I, I mean, you can find out about people on Facebook relatively easily. And if you want to dig and stalk them, but um, oh, yeah. much less so than, you know, commenters on news sites and, and some of these other right. places, which get a little feisty sometimes too. Well, but, even in our business, some uh, yeah, of the CRMs. Right. Be silly. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no. I, I, I was just going to say it would be silly to, uh, if you're in a neighborhood, yeah, because people are going to know you. Yeah. Or, <laughs> whatever. You're going to get egged or worse, maybe dog poop. Oh, we get that anyways. <laughs> From the neighbors? Nice. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't, I wouldn't want to say it's not on purpose, 
but I don't think it's on purpose for that reason. What, I accidentally flung poo in your yard? No, they just walk their dogs and just don't clean it up. Oh, that makes me mad. Me too, me too. If you own a dog and you don't, this was like a Foxworthy beginning, wasn't it? If you own a dog <laughs> and you never pick up after it, you might be an asshole. <laughs> I think that's a new section of our podcast. I think it's a new gig for Jeff Foxworthy. Oh, absolutely. That's his comeback. <laughs> it is. <laughs> I'm not sure he needs that, but no. uh, <laughs> in case he does. But going back to a second ago, what I was going to say is even in our industry, a lot of our CRMs, talking about cyberstalking, they actually have a button in the unit if someone leaves a, a or they submit their information, goes into our CRM. In that CRM, you can click the Facebook button or the Instagram button or anything like that and actually see that person's profile if the address, the email address matches. Wow. So you can do a little cyber stalking ahead of time, and that helps you build build up your arsenal when you have a conversation with this customer and you can relate to them a lot quicker. Yeah. Wow. That's wow. A little scary, isn't it? It is. <laughs> but it's very useful when you're trying to make those connections. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. That's a good point. And well, and you think about it too, there are, there is some capacity among websites, let's just say uh, uh, retailing websites and others, of course, but retailing in particular, where they are very close to being able to identify who it is that's on the website, matching up an IP address to an actual person. Oh, it's very easy. Target has been doing that for, for ages. Uh, back into the early 2000s, maybe even the late 90s, they really? were matching up people. Did I ever tell you that story? No. Uh, I use it as a, a as an example in some of the presentations that I've given in the past. There was a family, so everyone knows, or most people probably know that Target is headquartered in Minnesota. And that's where yeah. the story actually comes from, is, is a store, one of the Target stores in Minnesota. This girl goes to the store and buys a few products and then the then checks out and then goes home uses a credit card so it, it's the name is matching up well a couple days later the store gets a call uh, and the general manager takes it and it's a gentleman on the phone going what are you trying to do i just got this advertisement in the mail addressed to my daughter talking about baby products diapers Things like that. She's 16 years old. Are you trying to encourage underage sex? A lot, a lot, just just laid into this general manager. Well, the general manager obviously apologized, calmed the gentleman down, got off the phone, called headquarters, told him what happened, and then later on called the gentleman back and said, again, I want to apologize on all our behalf. This is the action that I've taken. I've discussed it with corporate, blah, blah, blah. And the the guy said, the dad said, hold on, hold on. I just, I need to apologize. I guess there have been things happening in my house that I was not aware of. My daughter is due in September. Cut it out. Nope, 100%. And it's because of the algorithm, the computers in the system that tracks all of the customers through the entire process and it can predict what is actually happening. And it can actually predict if someone is, is pregnant based on their shopping habits inside the store. <laughs> so now all of the advertisements that are sent to your home afterwards are designed 
for you specifically. Now, because of instances like that, and that's not the first time that's happened, there are a lot of items that are placed on that advertisement that have nothing to do with your shopping habits, but it's yeah. to kind of hide the fact that they know that this is why you're shopping. So in her case, they might throw a grill for dad up there. They might throw uh, some furniture here and there, but then they'll intermingle some of the baby products in there to try to drive those customers back to the store <laughs> for that purpose, but they're not overtly for that reason. Okay. So first of all, let me say, I'm surprised by none of that. I'm surprised if it was before 2000, but uh, just because yeah, it, it was in our company, Nick, as you well know, we have engaged in predictive marketing for a long time. Um, right. It hasn't been that long. So, well, I, I'm going to use my line. Everyone yeah. that listens probably has heard me say this before. The car business is 10 years behind everyone else. Yeah, but we didn't really start in the car business necessarily. I mean, that was the part and parcel of the, you know, the focus, but it could have been anywhere. And, and we were cutting edge in, in certain areas, but the, the predictive, the predictive marketing or predictive analytics essentially is, is a, I mean, it's very common and a lot of people run into it these days and they say oh I, it's creepy and and good digital marketing is borderline creepy anyway oh, i mean that's if you do it well that's what it is but as a consumer i i actually like it because it doesn't waste my time with with diapers for example when i'm looking for a grill or vice versa and and so right. i i think yeah, and you may be you may be absolutely right. Uh, I the car business is behind, but I think more culturally than they are uh, technology wise. I think uh, I think the culture is the biggest. Oh, sure, part. sure, because there there are a lot of there are a lot of companies um, that are out there that aren't just car business. The the biggest biggest one, biggest third party vendor out there, I think probably is not just auto business. Correct. One of our biggest competitors. Yep. Correct. And that's, and that's fine because it, it crosses industry lines. There's no doubt. I mean, anybody that's in, in retail of any sort, uh, is going to have some commonality among shoppers. Uh, there are Absolutely. some disconnects as well, but, but that's okay. It's, uh, it's kind of what makes it interesting and, and truly marketing is just, is just so, I mean, if you like that sort of thing, it's really interesting these days, uh, more so than it ever was back uh, in my dealership days when I was buying newspaper advertising because I was afraid not to. That's the only reason we bought it. And, and you know, trying to do billboards and things like that is our primary source of... Uh, of right. uh, And it's interesting that you say it that way. And I 100% agree with you. I got kind of... When I was younger, when I kind of chose my path, uh, you know, I, I broke the mold, if you will, uh, whether you talk about my my blood family, my real family, or you talk about my step family, mm -hmm. you know, one side or the other, I didn't follow that path. I decided that I wanted to do communications. I wanted to do marketing. I wanted to do film. And I got no. I always had all the support in the world for my family. No one ever said no. You can't do that. What are you doing? You're being stupid. But I got some of those. Are you sure? Are you <laughs> sure that's where you want to go? You know, you don't make a lot of money doing that type of type yep. of response. And I'm so glad that I stuck with it because I think now that this field of digital marketing specifically 
is such a massive industry, such a mass, massive field of work that it's kind of where everything's going. It's kind of the it job now compared to what it was 20 years ago when I decided that was the direction I wanted to go in. Yeah, you're absolutely right. That's, oh, go ahead. It's not industry specific either. No, no, I think you're absolutely right. And this is the, you're right. This is the fun part about it. When you understand the digital aspect of things in, in a marketing sense these days, and you have uh, an expertise in a certain industry like automotive, that's what drives me because automotive on its own, um, while it's changed out of necessity over the years, it hasn't changed because it wanted to. Right. Yeah. We're still <laughs> well, running into it's that. It's fun to, yeah, for sure. It is, it's fun to have that comprehension uh, of an insider's view of the business, but at the same time to understand why they have to change because uh, if they right. don't, it'll be, it'll be uh, a suicide by lack of sales. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. And to, to kind of complete that that thought to not automotive specific, I was reading a fantastic book. It's called Chief Marketing Officer or CMO. And the pretense of the book was that in the past, throughout history, CFOs and COOs traditionally were the ones that were in line for mm -hmm. the CEO position when that CEO decided to leave a company. More and more now, it's actually the CMO that's in line for that position uh, to move up because they, well, you think about yep. it, marketing touches every part of the business. It talks, it talks with sales. It talks with customer experience. It talks with uh, the frontline people, the retail people. It talks with all of the executives. They have to be fluent in accounting. They have to, they, they're analytic people. They're not just ideal people anymore. They're, they're, they have to get into the nitty gritty and find out what customers are doing. They have to understand money. They have to understand yep. uh, analytics. They have to understand all of that. So in reality, they have touched every part of that business. So who in fact would make a better CEO, someone that's touched every part of the business or someone that's just focused on the numbers? Well, that's true. Although if you're CFO, you're also touching, I mean, it depends on engagement uh, of the individual. Um, uh, of for, course. For example, I mean, there, there are tons of factors. Of We're just talking pure data. And, you know, what the number of people that are moving from one position to the next, CMOs are starting to get a little bit more active. Totally understand and, and agree. I think uh, uh, CFOs have instant appreciation from me on payday. Oh, absolutely. Um, I, I'm not I'm knocking sure. the CFO at all. <laughs> Good, because your check's coming out not too long from now. Not too long from now. That's right. Hopefully. <laughs> I love you, Mr. CFO. Or is ours a Mrs. CFO? I don't remember. <laughs> I'm just going to back away from this conversation. Yeah. Moving on. I can cut this out, though. I can edit this, remember? Oh, that I'm not so going lucky. to, but I can. You're so lucky. <laughs> Okay, so we've been talking, and we, you know, if you're a regular listener, you know that very seldom do we have like a list of things we're going to talk about. Today, we have a list of things we're going to talk about, and we'll never get to any of them. Hey, John, I, I do want to point out to all of our listeners, though, I tried to get you on topic without having to point out we have a list. I, I like to tell people we have a list. You know why? Because it makes it sound I, more organized? Well, it does, but here, I just want you to hear the list. Okay. It's actually a paper list. That's scratch paper, but it's a paper hey, list. We're, I have. 
We're definitely digital marketers. I know, but it's still a list because I can read it and my eyes are really bad. Right. Well, they're not that bad, but they're okay. So I wasn't going to disagree. Or, you know what I have? I have here hurricanes. <laughs> Where do I start? <laughs> hurricanes versus tornadoes. I have never had a tornado. I've never. I, what is in that drink? It's delicious. <laughs> I, I don't know. Oh, no. Wait. I have a joke about that. Hold uh, on. Okay. I'm sorry. Uh, do we need to back up? Rewind? No. 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 No, I have a note. I have a joke about tornadoes. What, um, what do, what does marriage and tornadoes have in common? What do marriage and tornadoes have in common? Something about a trailer. That's all I know. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. When, when you first get married, well, at the beginning of each, there's a whole bunch of sucking and blowing, and at the end, your house is gone. <laughs> I think the one I was thinking of was very similar, but it had to do with the trailer being gone. <laughs> what a shock. Yeah. You, you automatically went for the trailer park. Yeah, I did. Well, so does the tornado. <laughs> it seems to, yes. <laughs> Uh, that's so my, is, I, I went nothing. to, uh, we keep walking. I'm sorry, John, go ahead. What were you going to say? No, it's, you're probably, you're probably a lot funnier than what I'm going to say. Oh, it's definitely funnier. Um, okay. there, <laughs> no, we have more of a delay than I recognize. Do you remember when cell phones first became really popular and, uh, the delay was something that just threw everybody off because it wasn't instantaneous. And ours is even, well, I mean, substantially more pronounced than that ever was. But oh, what I wanted to say I'm probably about, still too young to remember that, John. Dick. <laughs> Sorry, I had something in my throat. <laughs> <laughs> The, if you ever get a chance, you have to lend to Trailer Park Woman, which used to be on Bob. You know who Bob and Tom are? Yes. Awesome, funny, used to laugh my butt off in radio show. and But the song is entitled Trailer Park Woman. I can't think of the guy's name. You will find it on YouTube. Okay. But it's hilarious. And there's a, uh, a line in it. Um, that uh, this guy who's singing the song is the trailer park king, and the the queen always comes over to his house uh, because he's got a concrete block foundation. <laughs> <laughs> so anytime there's a tor tornado, as he calls it, uh, yeah, she's over at his house. You gotta That's listen. Funny. To it. All right, there's right. my it's on my list. How you go? I'll, I'll go. Well, I went to high school in the town of Anoka. Minnesota, A-N-O-K-A, -A. Anoka, Minnesota, home of the Anoka Tornadoes. That was our really? mascot in high school, yes. The I mascot, also, I think, go ahead. The mascot was a tornado? Like an the mascot was a tornado? Suit? My senior year, we actually had a suit made up of the tornado. We never had one before that. And yes, I don't know if they still use it. I hope not. But yes, we, uh, we were the Anoka Tornadoes. <laughs> awesome. And I also, our, our school colors were maroon and white. My very first car, I think we've talked about on this program, was a 1981 maroon Oldsmobile Tornado. Oh. Someone in the parking lot, and I never got it fixed because I loved it. I thought it was a great idea. And if you're one of our listeners, thank you so much because it made me very popular. Someone pulled off um, 
one of the letters and it's spelled out on the front and the back tornado tornado so it was the maroon tornado <laughs> going to anoka home of the tornadoes hey that was a sweet ride back well, then. it was a sweet ride i loved that car i actually i took it so i had that it was one of my stepdad's airport cars he gave it to me for my first car because parents want you to drive a tank and that thing is a tank and so I drove it, but then my senior year, I got my Jeep. I kept the Tornado. And my freshman year of college, I actually took the Tornado instead of the Jeep because I didn't want to take the Jeep to a yep. new city and drove that for the first um, first semester, for the first half of my freshman year in St. Louis. And I loved it. I mean, that thing just, it. we sold it to another, another family. Uh, and as far as I know, the thing is still driving. That's awesome. They were the eighty-one was was a very nice car, as I recall. It was, I think, it was eighty-two when they redesigned it. I can't remember yeah, for sure. It was, yeah, but, but the great cars and uh, oh man, yeah. We also had a seventy-seven as well. Oh, but that one didn't last very long, as far as I know. That's still sitting on the side of the runway in uh, Onamia, Minnesota. <laughs> the airport in Onamia, Minnesota. Excellent. Did yeah. you just say Nonamia? Onamia. Oh, I was going to say they couldn't think of a name. I know, let's call Onamia. <laughs> Onamia is actually, I don't know if the city itself is in or next to one of the Native American reservations, Indian reservations up on Mille Lacs Lake. Uh, oh, I know Mille Lacs. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's excellent. I had no idea. Well, I will look for a 77 Tornado up there next time I'm there. Absolutely. When you fly in, I don't even know if that airport exists anymore. Well, if there's a Tornado on the runway, probably trip. not. It's not that popular. No, it's on the side of the runway. Oh, well, of course. You, your taxiways are covered with Tornados, I guess. Right. I don't know. I don't know either. Great cars, front-wheel drive, by the way. Yes. I actually... That car never found the ditch during a Minnesota winter, and I have put plenty of cars in the ditch. Lord knows you tried. And I know I even tried. Yeah. I Lord couldn't put that thing tried. in a ditch if I tried. <laughs> and trust me, I tried. <laughs> I knew <Yeah>. it. <laughs> Tornado was a great car, so I am with you on that. I have no idea. Hold on. Let's see. It's worthy of a Google search. Uh, mm, 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 mm. There has to be one. A tornado cocktail. Mixed drink recipe. It is a twister in your glass. A twister in... I didn't know that. Wow. That's pretty incredible. So I am going to send you... I probably won't post it because they only have one picture on Google. But I did find the airport in Onamia. And it's literally a grass field on the side of a highway. Can can you maybe do a Google Earth zoom in and see if the tornado's still there? I'm trying to. Okay, do it. Okay. I'm looking at the ingredients in this cocktail, and holy jamoli. What is start reading them off? Well, I will. I just don't want to take you over airport now. selection. I was doing it, and then you went airport on me to no namia. Um, Onamia. No, I'm going to call it Nonamia because that's a lot funnier. One ounce of whiskey, uh, so whiskey or bourbon or something like that, according to the recipe. One ounce of rum, 
one ounce of tequila, one ounce of vodka. Holy crap. And then two ounces that's two ounces of cola, half tablespoon of sugar, because you're gonna want to put some sugar in there. Of course. So it tastes better when you're throwing it up. And then three ice cubes. Three ice cubes. Apparently. Utensils, wow. cocktail glass, and a one and you shake it in the cocktail mixer and stir three times. Three. Not five. A thousand, like really fast, like it's a tornado. Stir it three times. That, sir, is a tornado cocktail. Very interesting. Oh, you will be hurling. You will be throwing that up later in the evening. All right. So it was not a the airport in Onamia because the airport in Onamia is a private field. The one I was looking at. So the airport that's closest is the Isle Airport in Isle, Minnesota. And no. It is not sitting next to that hangar anymore. Spell it. Spell aisle. Aisle. Uh, I-S-L-E. Oh, okay. Not A-I-S-L-E. No. Mm-mm. Okay. All right. Well, that's excellent. And we're moving to the hurricane cocktail. Hurricane cocktail. One ounce of vodka. One quarter ounce of grenadine syrup. Now we're talking. One ounce of gah, gin not a big gin fan. One of rum. <laughs> Half ounce of Cuban rum. I'm not sure why they're differentiating. One, oh, my okay. gosh. One ounce of D'Amoretto. Uh, okay. One ounce of orange liqueur, like a Contro or a Grand Meunier. One ounce of grapefruit juice and one ounce of apple juice. What on earth? That doesn't sound like oh. the hurricanes I've had. That's the one I've had at, uh, oh, what is it, Pat O'Brien's in New Orleans. Oh, I've never had a hurricane in New Orleans. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Do do tell. Or don't you remember? Oh, (laughs) I remember having a couple. It becoming a little difficult to walk. But if you have difficult walking, difficulty walking in the French Quarter, you are in part of a really good crowd that is also having dramatic difficulty walking. Yes. That's why it's so crowded. There actually are fewer people than you think in New Orleans. They're just all <laughs> walking here and there and everywhere. Willie, Did I ever tell you my, my New Orleans story? No. I was with there for work. I've been there a couple of times for work. And mm-hmm. one of our coworkers, the next day, I was, you know, I got to start the, the story this way. The next day, yep. Uh, actually called her husband and he said, so what did you do last night? And she said, we walked to bourbon because we were like a block off of bourbon. We walked to bourbon and we took a right. And they said, okay, then what? We walked to bourbon and we took a right because that's all she remembered. And I have some great pictures somewhere of her making out with a police horse. Oh, cut it out. Yeah, I don't know where they are, and she would probably kill me. I know well, she doesn't I'm listen, sure but she, she would probably would. kill me if uh, if I uh, shared those. Oh, that's awesome! Could you yeah, was, could you maybe draw a picture of what you remember it looking it would like? Would be a stick figure making out with a police horse. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to see that. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, the interesting thing is, I and I hadn't been drinking that much, so I, I remembered the entire night. The interesting thing was the police that were sitting on the back of the police horses, 
they didn't they acted normal they they did could care less it's like it happens every night and it probably well, does so when you say sitting on the back of the police horse I, I watched the jim gaffigan comedy bit last night and he was talking about that how horseback riding and people riding on horseback he said do you really have to say back where else on the horse are you going to ride? I rode on the horse's head. <laughs> That's true. That's true. You can say that about a lot of things, though. Yes, I know. <laughs> or you could argue swimsuit. Is yes. it really a suit? Well. Do you wear a tie? Well, it's not that kind of a suit. But it's a suit. Lawsuit. It's a lawsuit waiting to happen, especially we're talking about. Are you wearing a tie? <laughs> Sometimes it is. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so speaking of Jim Gaffigan, did you uh, yeah. have you seen the trailer or know anything about his new movie coming out? I do not. Do you? He's got a new movie coming out that's very serious, so it's not a comedic role at all. It'll be one of those yeah, it's gonna be one of those movies. Seriously. What? So you know what it's like? It's it's like um uh uh what's the uh, oh crap, I'm gonna I'll have to think about it. It's the one that uh <laughs> this is where I need you in person because I could prompt you with my facial expressions. Right. Um, it's what was the show on Netflix that was, Oh, come on. You're going to have to cut all this out because I'm so stupid. <laughs> no, it was Ozark. Ozark. Okay. Who's the actor in Ozark? The, we, the one we talked about last week. Yeah, right. Jason Bateman. Thank you. So he, it's like Jason Bateman doing a serious role for Gaffigan to do a serious role. That's that's really a stretch. It's it's a fantasy romance. It's called Above the Shadows, and it has Megan Fox in it. What with Jim Gaffigan, like his love yeah. interest? No, I don't know that that part. I don't know, but he was also in, and I didn't know this. Uh, he was also in Chappaquiddick. Uh yes, he was. I saw that movie on a plane. I think so. That was that's definitely not a comedy. No. No, you're right about that. That's a good point. I, I, no, no, and I wasn't questioning whether he's capable. He is. He was an actor. Well, I don't know if it was before he was a comedian, but he was. He was an actor, as we discussed last week. Um, why right. are we talking about Gaffigan so much? Because you always talk about Gaffigan. It's kind of your your Gaffigan I, is my The Rock. I know. I love Gaffigan, and I like The Rock too. I just, yeah. But Gaffigan is he's just hilarious. <laughs> Oh, you know what? That was not the one I was looking at. The one I I saw was Tesla, the intriguing oh. life of Nikola Tesla, and it has Ethan Hawke, um, Josh Hamilton, Eva Hawson, Kyle McLaughlin, Lucy Walters, and of course Jim Gaffigan. Oh, he was in that. He wasn't in the uh, in in uh, Chappaquiddick. No, he was. Oh, okay. What I went to on IMDb was upcoming projects. Oh, I got you. Okay. I'm here. Yeah. So Megan is going to be in that movie with him. It's already out. Oh, it is? Why Above the Shadows. It's, it's already out. It's a fantasy romance. Okay. It's, it, it's what? Beyond the Shadows? Uh, above the Shadows. Above. Yeah. Okay. I don't know I anything about it. Down. Rotten Tomatoes gave it a 5.8. No, wait. That's IMDb. What did Rotten Tomatoes give it? Where's my rotten they're, tomatoes? They're zero to one hundred. They're a percentage scale. Yeah, I don't see it on here. Okay. IMDb gave it a five point eight out of ten. Okay. Well, I've seen yeah. worse. Well, m- much worse. <laughs> and speaking much, of much, much worse. worse. 
You go. Oh well. Tell us your worst. Your worst. I don't know. It just when when bad movies span such a long, and I I wanted to do a little uh just uh, checking, not research, but checking because we don't research crap for this podcast. <laughs> yeah, research but, re what re re <laughs> rewind. rewind. But, but rewind. in looking at it. In looking at it, I was kind of looking at bad movies. I've seen back when I was in college, they used to show some of these movies on campus. One was Reefer Madness. That's not a bad movie. <laughs> 1936. It was one of the it was one of the worst on Wikipedia. Oh. And I don't know, you know, this is all subjective stuff, That's so right. I don't put too much into it. However, you can hear some of the, when you look at some of the titles, which I'm going to share a few of them, okay. you understand why it was a crappy movie. <laughs> All right. There was, I'm ready. But Reaper Man was funny because it was, you know, people would go and people, and not me, but others would go to the movie and they're all high and they watch it. And it's funny because... It was 1936, so you have all these narrators talking about how the death of society will be this wicked hemp hooch reefer, you know. And uh, that's where it okay where it got a little weird. Uh, the Babe Ruth story in the 1940s was terrible. Apparently, it was not a a great movie. And I'm just trying to look at some others that I saw. So the first one I actually recognized was Myra Breckenridge. I remember hearing it. I never saw it. Because it looked like a stupid movie. And that's way before your time, still. So, um, Heaven's Gate was also kind of a well-known one. Tarzan the Ape Man, uh, Mommy Dearest. That was supposed to be a pretty scary one. You haven't heard of any of these, have you? No. Mm-hmm. Um, some of these, then we can move on. Oh, there were some that I striptease. You ever hear of that? Yes. Demi Moore or Demi Moore, whatever she's calling herself today. Uh, Demi, had some she's in a new movie, too. She, I didn't even recognize her. In the new movie? She is in a new movie that's coming well, out. That I didn't even so, recognize her. So Striptease was 1996. And she had okay. some work done. Um, let's just say she had some bolt-ons applied. Uh, <laughs> I understand. <laughs> in 1996. And the movie, I, I mean, just got panned. It was, what are the, what are the awards they give for the worst uh, Razzies? Razzies. No, that's Razzies. sports. I thought. I, I think it's movies. Hold on. I can right click and it will tell me striptease. Oh yeah. You're going to love this. I already know this. Well, you're while you're looking that up, I, I have uh, a list. It's go called. Ahead. Okay. Go ahead. No, I'm wait. You, I was going to fill gap and fill time thing, whatever. You know, I, I will just keep humming as I go. Striptease was awarded six Golden Raspberry Awards Raspberry. for Worst Picture, also known as the Razzies. Okay. Uh, worst Picture, Worst Director, Worst Screenplay, Worst Actress, Worst Original Song. Get this. Pussy, Pussy, Pussy. <laughs> wow. They probably didn't even listen to the song. They just saw the title. <laughs> worst Original Song. <laughs> Uh, who would have thought that? I would have thought. Well, that's going to go straight to number one, fellas. <laughs> so I looked not. up a list on IMDb of crappy movies just because yeah. I couldn't really think of any really crappy movies. I'm sure I know plenty, I, and I there are a couple that I have in one of my DVD baskets that I know are just it's just a horrible movie. But <laughs> I want to go through because there are a couple on here. I'm like, is this guy insane to say that it's a crappy movie? 
his number 16 choice was Garden State. I thought that was a phenomenal movie. Hmm. It didn't win a ton of awards, but it was really, really great. Um, it had uh, uh, Zach Braff, Natalie Portman, Peter Sarsgaard was in it. I thought it was just a, it was a great movie. It was a low, uh, low budget indie movie, but it was good. I don't know why they said it was crappy. Uh, you know, um, and like we said, a lot of them are subjective and I'm with you. I often disagree with the critics. Right. Little Fockers. I never even saw that one. <laughs> oh, Batman and Robin, 1997. Yeah, that wasn't good. They, they went off. Remember who Batman was? Who was Batman? In the 97, it was uh, yeah. It was right after. Oh, that would have been. Um, I'm impressed if you know this. I see his face. He was in. Uh, he was on ER. Yes. Very good. George Clooney. I'm giving it to you. Thank you. Yeah. George Clooney is Batman. Really? <laughs> I yeah, don't yeah. know. Although I don't know Michael that Keaton. What did you think of him? I liked Michael Keaton. I, I thought okay. he made I thought he did well for what it was, but that was a very specific bat version of Batman. I think each True. one I think by far the best one was Christian Bale, in my opinion. But even though a lot of people I know disagree with me. Yeah, I tend to agree with you though. I, I think he was very good. I, I enjoyed him in that in that spot. But he was you know, I think the old Bruce Wayne character is a little edgy and weird. He definitely filled that bill. Yeah. I do think, and I know a lot of people disagree with me on this, I do think Ben Affleck plays a very good Batman. A very good old Batman. Yeah. I think because because of the way they put him in the his the two roles or the three was it two or three I don't know movies that he was in playing that role. Yeah. I don't remember, it doesn't matter. He was supposed to be an old or an aging Batman who is starting to really feel it. And the next move for him would be to move on. And I thought he did a very good job with that. Not that Ben Affleck's old. He's actually, I think, even younger than Christian Bale in reality. I just think they, they did a good job choosing him for that. Do Would I have believed him as any other Batman than an aging yeah. Batman? No. Yeah. I, yes. And some of these are just, look at... Uh, well, I like uh, Dirty Grandpa in 2016. Wasn't there a bad grandpa too? That, there was a bad grandpa, and I would, yeah, that's that was didn't not see a good it. One. Didn't see either one. I'm just not a. Oh, this is wait. This is oh, this is Robert De Niro. Battlefield Earth is a horrible movie. <laughs> Talk about an A-lister going down the wrong path. Who was that? That was wasn't that the one with John Travolta? <laughs> oh. You know, there are some I liked him in. I, I, seriously, liked him. I, I mean, you you would uh, be remiss to not to say that he's not capable of of doing well. I've seen him in several that I enjoyed. Yeah, I know why he did it. Now I didn't know this before. It's it's based upon the first half of L. Ron Hubbard's 1982 novel of the same oh, name. Well, that's why. Yeah, that makes more sense. But still, a crappy movie. Interesting. Yeah, crappy movie. So, bad movies. Now, and we've touched on many over the years. I mean, over the years we've been doing this yeah, podcast. <laughs> nine months. Yeah. Yes. Well, I know, but it, it there's what? How many? 36 episodes? Uh, Yeah, 36. This is the 36th. 36th. And 
and we almost have it under our belt, yep. our collective belt. Collective. So it's 36. And we've talked movies that we like. We've talked about stupid ones in the past. But I'd like to talk more about some that we liked and, and get into a little detail about why. And you're so good at that uh, off the top of your head. But um, I think we're going to do that in the next podcast. I think that would be fun in our 37th episode well, why don't we, we don't need to wait until the next one let's just take a little break and and no. you know it, it will be the next one let's do this how <laughs> about we just we, you and i will go take a break and we'll keep talking but we'll we'll release we'll release this as part two the movie well, edition you're so smart potty uv no that doesn't work <laughs> no it doesn't work <laughs> mm, potty no that didn't work either <laughs> I tried. <laughs> you didn't try very hard, but it was still funny. <laughs> well, I'm going to go use I'm the actually, potty potty. Here's, here's what I'm going to do. You do that. Okay. And I'm going to, I'm going to listen to some music. I think while we're gone, I'm going to see if I can pull up pussy, pussy, pussy. Um, take us out on pussy, pussy, pussy. <laughs> I can't say that too loud. I think my daughter just got home. Oh, great. Yeah. We're going to want to make sure we're done <laughs> mentioning that now. Yeah. I would not because I, I'm glad I'm you answering to her. It's me answering to her. Oh, I definitely know she's home now because I'm hearing you pop and hiss. Why am I popping and hissing? Because when she starts using the internet at my house, she we start getting the delay and the pop and the hiss on your internet. Here you go. You know who did this song? The Light Crust Doughboys. I can't, I can't, I can't. Even believe it. So this is, I don't think that's the original one that was written, but it's, it's every bit as funny. Hmm. And we've lost Nick. Yeah, no, I'm still here. I just, I was trying to listen, but I guess you shut it off. I did. All right. I have to hear, hear pussy, pussy, pussy. <laughs> the light All right, crust. folks. We'll, uh, we'll be back. Uh, for you, it'll be next week. But for John and I, it'll be back in just a minute. It'll be minutes, so our our honestly, our voices will sound the same. Everything will be the same, except between now and then, we're going to ask you to go and hit all our social pages, Facebook, also Twitter for Nick, because he wants us to <laughs> interact on Twitter. I do. I want that wants so fun. Okay, so badly. we're going to do that. Instagram. I mean, you know where we are. Also, eat.drink.road. Check us out on Instagram there. You will find us with that account yep. too. And Potty Mouse, at Potty Mouse at too. Potty Mouse. We, we post, we try to post at both places. We're, we're not very no, good at it, but we, but we will be eventually. We will. We'll hire an intern. We should, and I'm sure he'll be a nice man. Well done. <laughs> well done. All right, bye. Thank you. <laughs> Take a break. I'll talk to you in a minute, and the rest of you will talk to you next week. Thanks. See ya.